Hello, and welcome to Trending Peoria. I'm your host and proud Peoria Unified alumna, Sarah Meredith, and I'm so eager to take you on this journey as we learn more about the importance of public education and the amazing work our staff do every day to ensure every student is prepared to not only meet tomorrow, but to help shape it as well. What's currently trending in Peoria Unified? The Peoria Education Foundation and their dedication to our school district. The Peoria Education Foundation has supported student achievement since its founding in 1987 as a 501c3 nonprofit. Through grants for teachers, scholarships for our students, and the brand new Emergency Needs Fund, the foundation is able to provide additional support to the students and staff of our district. Today, I am joined by the president of the Peoria Education Foundation, Ms. Tammy Carraway, and former grant recipient, Trish Santangelo from Cactus High School, who is one of their photography and ELA teachers. Hello and welcome, Tammy. We are so excited to have you here today to talk a little bit about the Peoria Education Foundation. To start, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role with the foundation? Sure. Um, I am a, gosh, almost 20-year Peoria resident now, and uh, I came on the board, I believe it was in 2010, so I've been here a while. I've been president for many of those years, and what I am so excited about always with the Peoria Education Foundation is the incredible willingness of the board members to just jump in, volunteer, and do whatever do whatever needs to, to be done to get done. And they've got so much enthusiasm and new ideas and ready to take on any any type of challenge. So I as as far as a professional, I'm I'm an architect. And my my focus really has always been in education, uh, educational architecture. So the thing that I like about the foundation is it helps us get dollars to students who really need it and teachers as well. Definitely. And that is one of the best parts about the foundation is unlike a lot of other nonprofits, every dollar that's given to the foundation directly impacts Peoria Unified students. Can you share a little bit about um, the goals of yourself and the board when making those decisions, as well as some of the ways you um, the board supports the Peoria Unified School District? Sure, you are absolutely right. Um, every dollar does go directly to students or teachers. We have a very minor operating cost, which is basically our banking costs and those types of things. So it's those things that we we just must have. But our our operating costs are generally in that five percent and under range. So um, what the goal of the foundation is always to raise as many dollars as we can. And we do that through a couple different ways. Uh, We have, we, in association with the city of Peoria, we have the Peoria Arts and Cultural Festival. And then we also have our main signature dinner, the Educational Visionary Awards Dinner, which occurs in April. So those are two biggest fundraisers, but we also have been partnering with Park West and the city of Peoria to to help promote the businesses at Park West and make build awareness for the Park West community, which 
um, has also, they, they have very generous donations from that event. So our goal is always to raise as much money as we can, but every year we have an annual meeting where we sit down and we think about what has gone on in the past and how can we make improvements in the future? Where can we, uh, you know, uh, where can we find arenas to, to raise money? Um, and every year we do establish a specific dollar goal to raise uh, as a target for our visionary dinner and, and our other fundraising things. But um, each year we have set our goals higher and higher and some to the point where we thought there was no way we could do it. And every year we have reached that dollar uh, donation amount as, as a goal. That's so amazing. And I think that really speaks to the work that yourself and the board does to create those community partnerships with the city of Peoria, with the businesses at Park West. And it also speaks to those partners investment in Peoria Unified students and their passion for making sure our community and our students are successful um, and kind of that investment in the future that the foundation is able to provide for so many classrooms um, and students who are getting ready to embark on college or a trade school. Um, that kind of freedom that the foundation gives really allows you guys um, to either, you guys just started your emergency needs fund, which allows you to step in and support students right when they need it, or even through our grants that allows our teachers in the classrooms to do these really innovative things that maybe they wouldn't have been able to outside of that grant money. Yes, definitely. What, one of the exciting things, and, and when you asked about some of the different goals, well, one of the things that um, we brought uh, onto the board was the um, the presence of a let's see a, a K eight principal and a grade nine twelve principal. We want to always make sure that we understand what the needs of the districts are, particularly at the principal and teacher levels, as well as the student levels. So to get a little clearer understanding of what some of those on-site needs were, we brought on uh, a few years ago, we made positions um, for each one of those principals, a K-12, or excuse me, a, a a 912 and a K8. And our principals have come up with some incredible um, ideas that we have been able to implement as goals. And one of those was the emergency needs funds. What, what this is, is each, each, um, each school site has a fund, uh, a fixed fund set aside that if a student experiences some immediate need, you know, something that just is comes out of the blue, whether they accidentally break their glasses at a, you know, at a sports event, or whether they have suddenly outgrown their shoes, or something happens like that, a principal can fulfill that need. And we've given them the freedom to, to make that judgment call so that we don't want any student to be hindered by say not having glasses to, to be able to sit in the classroom and see what's going on. The other idea that came about was the um, Project Unify, which this is a, a scholarship opportunity for high school seniors who have worked with special needs students as companions 
through athletics and, and daily uh, school activities. So this is a very unique scholarship opportunity. And, and like I say, it came about because of a, of a passion that a, a, a high school principal had. So we were very excited to be able to fund those and implement them on top of our regular grants, teacher grants and scholarships. Yeah, and those two programs that you brought up, they're two that are very near and dear to my heart because they're needs that unless you are perfect example, unless you're a principal at a school site all this time, it's really easy to think that those needs don't exist and being able to watch the foundation identify that there was a need and then figure out and work really diligently to find a solution to that problem and figure out how they could support all of our schools in those ways is just something so amazing that the foundation's able to do in its capacity. Yeah, it, it was a real milestone. Both of those were real milestones for us. And, and as you mentioned, it, it, they don't happen easily and quickly overnight. But so uh, we as a foundation, we're very thrilled to, to be able to launch those. Yeah. And for you, I know you live in Peoria and you, through your work, have a very strong connection to education. What is one of the best and most rewarding parts for you being able to work and support the Peoria, uh, Peoria Education Foundation? It truly is um, being able to stand in front of a student and their parents and hand them a scholarship, knowing <clears throat> I always get a little emotional, sorry, um, knowing that we have been able to be just a stepping stone, at least to enable that student to move on with their next post-secondary um goals whether that um is in the trades or some technical school uh or on the road to becoming a doctor all of those are extremely needed and valuable careers and i remember talking to a student who was either the senior i, I sat at a table for a luncheon with both uh, the senior president senior class president and the um the, the, the school, overall school president. And um, I don't remember which one of them, but one of them was going on into welding school. And so many times when I have these conversations with students who hold a, you know, an elected office like that, they're, they're going on to, you know, a, a four year degree college or, and, and, you know, wanting to go uh, even beyond that degree level. And so I asked the student, I said, so why do you, you he, he wanted to move on into welding. I said, why do you want to do that? And he had a, a great plan. He wanted to become an immediate high income earner, which welding trades definitely are in that category. He liked working with his hands and fulfilling the needs in, in the community as far as being able to have um, you know, folks who can work in construction or, or different types of, of trade industries like that. And he was possibly going on into the military where he knew that his welding skills would serve him well and enable him to further his education through the military. And beyond that, he thought he might still go back and get a four year degree. So he had a great plan laid out. And, and what I admired so much is that he had thought about this to the point of how he was actually going to support himself and fund himself through all of this. That's amazing. And it's amazing too. Um, another thing that I really, really love about the foundation 
is so many scholarships that are available for seniors in high school are just for those four-year degrees, but that's not the reality for a lot of our students. A lot of them do want to go into those skilled trades, and I mean, you as an architect know probably better than most that those trades are just so needed and valuable, and so through that work, you're really opening a lot of doors for students to be able to go and pursue those high earning um, jobs right out of high school and in a much quicker fashion than maybe a traditional four-year degree would allow them. Yes, most definitely. And, and you're right. There's so many careers that that aren't necessarily tied to a four-year degree. So we, we want to make sure that students are very much aware that the, the scholarship dollars can be used in a variety of different ways. And then another one that we haven't really talked about is um, um, the Future Farmers of America. We manage uh, a, a scholarship program for that. And so anyone who is interested in anything where they are involved in FFA has a very uh, generous opportunity to obtain a scholarship through that program. And I think that's so phenomenal, too. And um, as I mentioned earlier, I think one of the best parts about the foundation is that you're really investing, yes, in these students and in these teachers' classrooms, but you're investing in the future of our community. And so through the scholarships being available for trade schools and through Future Farmers of America scholarships, you're really creating a workforce that is sustainable for our community and you're being able to have an active role in making sure our community and our future and what Peoria looks like is going to be something that is well educated and strong and resilient and just kind of just so fortified throughout the future. Definitely that that those, those words could not be truer. And I, I think when you ask about my passion and why I have always been so interested in um, educational architecture and education as a whole is that I truly believe that education results in so many different forms, manifests in so many different forms, but it truly is the key to every successful person. Um, and by successful person, that is a person who's, who's successful. He's the, he or she is happy. They feel confident in what they're doing. They feel in control of what they're doing and they are doing something they love so much yet while they're earning an income. And, and we need folks who are truly invested in, in our community and who are able to take care of, of, you know, the folks who are aging out of the workforce um, because we, we do have a lot of that going on right now. So uh, whether you're a high income earner or whether you are a, person who is just committed to their craft, whether that's in the arts, uh, fine arts, whether that's in automotive, whether it's in, in some type of uh, technology and data, you're contributing. As long as you're loving what you're doing and you're contributing, it, uh, to me, it, that's a success. Definitely. And I think you bring up um, another good, really great point, actually. And that's, you know, 
I feel for myself, especially, and for you, we've both kind of dedicated our careers to education in a way, but there are so many people who have a similar passion for making sure we are bringing up well-educated young people who are prepared to enter the workforce, who are prepared for whatever is next. Um, and they, they may want to be getting involved. How, if they wanted to get involved in the foundation per se, how would they go about doing that? You know, I think one of the best things to do first is to visit our website, which is PeoriaEdFoundation.org. And there, that, that page will tell you all about us, ways to get involved, the programs that we have. And you can become a monthly donor. You can become an annual donor. You can set up your donations however you like. So we are always outreaching for donations. That's that's one of our primary goals. So that's why I highlight that. But the other things that you can read about on the website also include the other types of scholarships that we offer students, graduating seniors, um, whether that be through community service or leadership or um, students who have really been challenged with just some, un, you know, kind of unfair blows in life, as you will. Um, there's also the information on the teacher grants. We don't want to forget our teachers because they are our soldiers in the trenches every day. Um, and those grants, the teachers can apply for grants that uh, focus on fine arts, health, uh, technology and integration, literacy, math. So there's a whole variety of, of arenas that they can apply for grants. And again, I'll, I'll go back to donations. It is absolutely critical that we receive those donations so that we can support these programs. The other thing is um, if you're interested in becoming a board member, we do have a, a couple openings and we are always looking for people who are energetic and who are willing to get out and, and talk to people and be cheerleaders for for the organization. Another way is to go to the Arizona Gives site. And that site is azgives.org forward slash Peoria Ed Foundation. And then just look at our calendar and see what we have going on because the vision, when the visionary dinner comes up in April, on April 29th, 2022, we have all sorts of sponsorship opportunities for you. We have open donation requests for things such as if you want to donate a trip to San Diego for a week or a Disneyland, a four day visit, uh, Disneyland trip. Uh, we are very happy to take those or we're very happy to take, uh, you know, even smaller things like a hundred dollar gift certificate for, for dining out. And what we do with those is at our visionary dinner, we will have uh, both uh, silent uh, raffle baskets for items and we will have a live auction. So we would love to see everyone at the visionary dinner holding up their paddles, bidding on our items. Certainly. And the visionary dinner is certainly a fun one and a great way to support the foundation. Um, but if people also want to see some of the fruits of those teacher grants, especially those arts grants, they could also go to our arts festival that's coming up here at the end of March as well, which is also just such a fun event to participate in and such a great fundraiser for the Peoria Education Foundation. 
Yes, Sarah, that is on March 26th on a Saturday, and that is a blast. It is so fun to see all the students and parents and everybody getting involved, and it's just a great day, and it's, it's usually a beautiful spring day, so a wonderful day to be out and about with family. Certainly. Um, before I let you go, Tammy, is there anything else you want to share about the Peoria Education Foundation with our community? You know, I, I mentioned a little bit, but this is probably one of the most incredible organizations I've been involved in. And I think the um, the length of time that I've been involved speaks to how in, in what high regard I hold the foundation and the school district, the, the Peoria Unified School District. We have such a wonderful partnership with the district. We're very, um, we try to be very in tune with what the district is doing and what the needs are. We, we know with this past year, it's been a great challenge. And we know that the challenge also has, has been tough for everyone. So, um, it is a stellar organization made up of stellar people. And I just would encourage anybody to at least get to know a board member or get to know the board or get to know any one of us. And I, I think you'll, your eyes will be wide open. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Tammy, for a the work that you do for the foundation to help support our school district, but also um, for joining us here today to share a little bit more about how the Peoria Education Foundation supports our staff and students. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Tax credit donations can support your child or a specific program within Peoria Unified, and you can receive a dollar for dollar return on your state taxes. What you give, you get. Anyone who resides in the state of Arizona can submit a tax credit donation to Peoria Unified for either $400 if you're filing jointly as a couple or for $200 as an individual filing alone. You can submit a tax credit donation between now and April 15th, either by donating online at peoriaunified.org slash tax credit, or by visiting us in person at any of our schools. We hope you will join us for our very special drive-through event from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Friday, February 4th at the District Administration Center, where district employees will be outside collecting those tax credit donations. The district office is located at at 6330 West Thunderbird Road in Glendale, Arizona. If you have any questions, you can always visit peoriaunified.org slash tax credit, which will be linked in the show notes. Again, please make your tax credit donation at peoriaunified.org slash tax credit. Hello and welcome, Trish. We are so excited to have you here today to talk a little bit about the Peoria Education Foundation and some of the grants that they've provided you and your classroom in the past. To start, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role within Peoria Unified? Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me. My name is Trish Santangelo, and uh, I am a photography and English teacher at Cactus High School. I've been teaching here at Cactus for roughly about 18 years. And around the first 14 to 15, I taught primarily English and language. And the last few, um, I've been able to move over into the fine arts department and teach some art as well as photography. 
That's so special. And I think too, those go so well together because photography, you're doing that storytelling and a lot of the similar things that you're probably teaching in your English class. So it's really cool how those have come together for you. Yes, absolutely. I'm really thankful that I was able to uh, learn and get my, my, I guess my feet wet by teaching yearbook and learning photography that way. And then uh, Mrs. Hammer moved me into photography and it's just been an incredible blessing to, um, to teach this art. Yeah, that is so, so cool. Um, and I know that one of the really great things that has been able to kind of supplement some of the things you do in your photography classes is um, some of the support from the Peoria Education Foundation through their grants. What interested you originally in pursuing one of their grant opportunities? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I was interested in the opportunity to acquire more equipment. We're really limited on what we have and what we can purchase um, with funding. So um, the grant allowed me to um, assist in student learning by being able to get, with the first grant I wrote, uh, get cameras. We uh, were able to receive about three more cameras and we were working with only four cameras at the time for an entire class. So that was um, incredible to be able to um, help student learning by getting more. And then uh, the second grant that I wrote uh, gave us the ability to use uh, lighting. We were kind of just salvaging whatever lights we could get, bring from home. And so that grant allowed us to um, really teach the students um, the standards for lighting and, and just um, be able to really increase their ability in taking photographs, especially portraiture. That's amazing. And especially in a photography classroom, I think a lot of people don't recognize um, that for our students, when they take those photo classes, the camera isn't always provided by the school just because those resources don't exist. And I know um, for some of my friends who I went to Kellis and I went through the photo program there many years ago, but um, that was such a barrier to them, whether or not they had the instruments that they needed to be successful in that class. And so anytime um, either the Peoria Education Foundation or any nonprofit can step in and help to provide those resources, it really takes away some of those barriers some of our students might have to creating their art and being very successful in that. Yes, absolutely. We um, have been very lucky with uh, nonprofit and just uh, neighborhood citizens that want to donate cameras um, and equipment to our school. So it's been great to be able to to get those supplies and uh, and to supplement what we don't have in the classroom. That's that's so amazing. And I know I mean, obviously, in a photo classroom, one of the things that you would see a need for most is some of those resources you talked about, like um, things to help with your lighting or the cameras themselves. When you are sitting down to write these grants, how, how did you determine a the priority of the need and b exactly what it was you were going to use any of the resources they could provide for you for your classroom? Oh, great question. Uh, the first was we. We definitely needed cameras. We we can't necessarily teach photography and all the standards without uh, the cameras. So that was the first one, and then uh, the second was it was really about meeting the standards uh, and teaching the students the fundamentals of, of what light does and portraiture. Like that was the main focus because in photo two there's a, a an awesome section. Um, for that in our standards. And, and we were really kind of touch and go and hitting it. And I really wanted to make sure, I'm sorry, certain 
that my students were getting um, the best out of um, our class. So um, with the aid of the programmable and syncing lights, we could definitely learn classic lighting and ratios finally uh, while meeting those standards. And so uh, we had used, like I said before, whatever salvage lights we could. And this uh, second grant was phenomenal in supporting our student education. And so that really was um, my determining factor in trying to write the grant was wanting to meet that student educational piece and, and really assist them in this field. That's so great. And I think too, um, you know, one of the goals of the foundation is to be able to make sure that our students also are just, they're set up for success so that when they leave us, they have skills in place to get really good jobs, either right out of high school while they're still in high school, or so that they can go on to some sort of secondary education with that. Um, and one thing that's so special, especially with that portrait unit you're talking about, I know um, we've had high school students from throughout the district who, thanks to those resources and that class specifically, can go and get a job at like grads photography and do some of that and use those skills right away. So it's just such a great example of them filling that need. But then also you being able to give those students a usable skill that they can take far beyond high school. Right. We actually have a student that works for grads right now, and he just graduated uh, last year and he's doing portraits. So it's really cool that you said that because it's so true. Uh, these standards and, and learning this material allows them uh, another area of maybe not so much expertise, but at least a good footing to um, get them into a position somewhere. Definitely. It gives them that foundation and like springboard almost. Right, absolutely. I've had uh, several students after doing portraiture then venture out into assisting their friends with senior portraits or family portraits and those types of things. So it allows them also to make additional money before they even really get a good position. So it's just just great, just phenomenal. That they oh, yes. That. And those senior portraits that are taken by other students, I always feel are the most creative and the most fun because they they're in that same position. And so they get some of that emotion and that storytelling like we were talking about earlier. Right, um, so true. Outside of some of those ways we've already talked about, um, how has this grant really impacted your students' success in your classroom um, and just the way that you're able to teach these really important skills? I think it's impacted them in that, I mean, they, they really enjoy it. This is one of the parts of our learning that the students have the most fun in because uh, it allows them a space to be creative and to not take themselves so seriously. And so I find that I have students uh, using lighting and, and the cameras to just have fun and express emotion. And, and they really get so excited about, oh, that's gonna be my new my new Instagram profile pic. Oh, this one's going to be my pro profile pic. They just really enjoy that piece. And so it also helps them build confidence in themselves, um, in what they're doing. And so to me, that, that's been part of the most impactful piece. Yeah, definitely. And aside from just that, have you been able to, or at least notice that your program has been able to grow because of this, because students are more excited. They do have the tools needed. And so they just have a bigger passion and interest in continuing through the photo route. Oh, yes. Uh, I've seen that my classes have been growing and uh, moving into, I've had more students in photo two uh, 
and then moving into photo three. It's been a little slow, slow go for a while, but I've gained more students in the photo three and, and several telling me they're coming back for a photo four. So I hope we're doing it right. And they're really thoroughly enjoying it. That, that is so special. And two, I'm, it, it seems silly, but having those right tools in place, they really do allow you to, like I said, they build the foundation for your program and then your program can grow and it impacts then more students who are just uncovering this passion that they have. And I think that's something so special about all of our arts programs throughout Peoria Unified, how they can kind of unlock that passion for a student. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, kind of switching gears. If there were a teacher who they're sitting in their classroom and I know that overwhelmed is not even a proper term for how a lot of them are feeling, but they're considering writing a grant this year. What advice would you give them or feedback or anything? I would tell them to do it, write it. Even even if feels if it feels a little bit tedious and and all the components that have to be done for it, uh, it's absolutely worth it in in its long term return with education. Um, it changes the dynamic of the classroom. It offers students more options in their learning, and uh, it's a phenomenal phenomenal piece of of growth in our classes or the ability to grow in our classes and our education. So I would write it. I would do it. And I know you mentioned there's a lot of different pieces. I know teachers have to put together um, a little bit of a narrative about why they're writing the grant. They have to put together a budget. They have to get approval from either the director of arts education in your case or IMT or some or just some other department. And it can be tedious, but uh, roughly how much effort and time did you feel like you were putting into it versus like the return on investment of that time? Oh, goodness. Definitely not equal in amount in any way. I, I think the original, the effort in putting into it, I would say maybe a good three days worth of really organizing and writing and reworking it. And then just waiting on replies and getting letters of, uh, like you said, um, approval. I mean, there really wasn't that much to do. And then of course the return on it is phenomenal. It's lengthy, it's well beyond that. Like I can reach with this lighting that we have, I reach all of my classes, they all get a chance to do it. And those are 30 students per class, a little more, a little less, you know, per semester, per class. And then you have three classes per semester. So like we're really reaching students with just a little bit of work in creating um, this grant. Yeah, and that's so special, and especially with the type of grant that you have created and applied for, it, it's resources that don't necessarily go away after a semester. They're really long-lasting, and they've fundamentally changed the makeup of your program there at Cactus as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and then um, before I let you go, because like I said, overwhelmed must not even be the appropriate term to say right now. Is there anything else you want to share with our community either about um, how this grant has impacted you or just um, how the work of the foundation, which also sponsors our arts festival, has really impacted your program there at Cactus? Um, I'd say that the grant in itself and any additional support has really allowed me to 
to teach the students to the best of my ability. And in areas where I was struggling to get material for them, and that became part of like the other thing on the plate to do, I, I no longer have to worry about that in these areas that I'm just able to then just teach and try to help my students grow and flourish in this, this beautiful art. So um, it's just been wonderful that we have this opportunity to, to get these types of materials. And I hope other teachers really take advantage of it. Perfect. And those grant applications are now open for any of our teachers who are interested. I hope Patricia or Trish, you can find another great way to use some of that in your classroom and to continue building that program. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Trending Peoria is produced by Peoria Unified on a bi-weekly basis. A special thank you to our communications and public relations team, including Danielle Airy, Aaron Dunsey, Jacob Stanick, David Colley, Marquita Strunk, and Sarah Meredith. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter at Peoria Unified 11, on Facebook at Peoria School District, and to stay up to date on trending Peoria, subscribe, rate, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.